Did you know that there are six pillars to building a six-figure or multi-six-figure wedding business without working all the time? And if you're not booking enough of your ideal clients, if you're not making the money you want to make, if you're working crazy hours and heading toward burnout, that means you haven't mastered all six of these pillars. When you master them, you're able to make the money you want, working with the clients you want, working only as much as you want. Want to know how to do that? Yeah, I thought so. And that is why I created a free audio training for you to walk you through the six pillars in detail, the three big mistakes wedding pros make with them. You'll get to take an audit to see exactly what your score is for each pillar, and I'll share how you can improve your score once you know where you stand. You can grab this free private podcast over at evolveyourweddingbusiness.com slash six pillars. That's evolveyourweddingbusiness.com slash the number six, P-I-L-L-A-R-S go grab it right now. You'll thank me later and see where you stand and how you can improve your score with these six pillars. This is the Evolve Your Wedding Business Podcast, episode number 163. In a world where wedding professionals are struggling to market and grow their businesses, one podcast brings together top experts and actionable strategies to help you build the wedding business of your dreams. This is the Evolve Your Wedding Business Podcast. Here is your host, Heidi Thompson. Hey there, and welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Thompson, and I help wedding professionals just like you grow their businesses without going crazy in the process. And today I wanted to talk to you about something I see really across industries, but that's really, really important to tackle as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, as a creative And that is the myth of hard work. We have all been raised in societies that have taught us that working hard is good. Working hard is the key to success. But hard work is not the key to success in the way that society would like us to think. Because If it were true that all you had to do to be successful was work hard, then every hardworking person you've ever met would be making an absolute killing. They would be super successful. And the truth is, they're probably not. There are a lot of very hardworking, good people who don't make very much money, who don't find success, even though they really work at it. And the reason why this mindset is so important to shift is because of the results you get when you are overly focused on hustling and working hard. So 
If you are coming at your business of this mindset of I have to work hard, this belief that you have to work hard to grow your business, then your brain is basically going to go to work for you looking for opportunities to make things hard. And that isn't the goal. So we really have to think about what are we trying to optimize for? And it's different when you own a business as opposed to being an employee. Because in theory, at least, (laughs) when you are an employee and you work hard, that gets recognized and you know, you may get promoted. I mean, realistically, that's not how it works, but that's how we're told it works, right? It's the super linear thing. That isn't the case in business. How well you do has little to nothing to do with how hard you work. What it has to do with is, are you capable of marketing and selling? And are you capable of delivering on what you promised to your client? because it doesn't matter if it's difficult for you to do that or not. In fact, for many of us, we're operating our businesses in our zone of genius. We are doing the things that we are so good at and that we love so much that sometimes it's like, how am I getting paid to do this? This is amazing. So we can't have that be our reality and also be trying to jam this idea of you have to work hard to succeed. Now, sometimes hard work is required, but that shouldn't be the goal. And when we get overly focused on got to work hard, got to work hard, got to hustle, all you're really doing is keeping yourself busy. You're making things more difficult for yourself. You're not actually making any meaningful progress toward your goals because you haven't even told your brain optimize for trying to reach those goals. And sometimes the best way to your goals is really simple. I would say almost always the path to your goals is simpler than we make it out to be. It's when we start to get in there and make it more complicated that it gets harder And when I say this, I'm not saying that everything should or will be easy. What I'm saying is that we shouldn't be aiming to work hard. We shouldn't be aiming to hustle. Yes, of course, sometimes that's going to be necessary. But you can also structure your business in a way that allows you to work less than you would if you were in, you know, like a normal nine to five job and make substantially more. That is entirely possible. So we can't get into this habit of tying what our results are to hard work because it's okay for things to come easily to us. It's okay for us to stay in our zone of genius and the things that we're really good at and outsource the rest because we don't want to deal with them. And sometimes people have a really hard time with that because they can't accept that they don't have to work hard. They can't let it be easy. So many people that I work with struggle with this. And it's a big mindset shift because we were all taught this from a super young age. And it's definitely weird because of how, you know, the world works now. And there are so many 
you know, business owners, there are so many freelancers and a lot of people will just, you know, decide to start a business and they do it. It's not like you have to buy a brick and mortar store and all this stuff like you used to have to do. So we are getting into business faster and easier, but our mindsets are not catching up to that. We're still trapped in this mindset of I need to make hard, I need to work hard if I want this to succeed. No, you need to work intentionally. If you want this to succeed, you need to be very selective about what you spend your time on. Because if you are spending, you know, all of your time or half of your work week on tasks that you could have outsourced to someone for like $10 an hour, then you are losing money every single hour. You know, let's say a client pays you hundred dollars an hour just for the sake of math and making it simple. And you're spending your time on these $10 an hour tasks. You are minus $90 in the hole for every single hour that you do that because your time is worth something and we shouldn't use it just to make things difficult for ourselves so that we feel comfortable. And when you first start, you know, trying to embrace this, it feels weird. It feels weird when you have streamlined your business and have been productive to the point where you have a lot of time available to you because you've outsourced and delegated. And I I totally get it. It feels kind of weird and it feels like you should be doing more, but you shouldn't be doing more of those $10 an hour tasks. What you should be doing more of is the thing that lights you up or those CEO level activities. The other way this mindset really comes back to bite us in the ass is around pricing. Oh boy, pricing is such a topic fraught with emotion, right? And sometimes we feel like we can't charge a certain amount because that doesn't equate to like the number of hours we would put in as if yet again, we're treating ourselves like we're nine to five employees, but that's not how this works. If you want to have a really successful business, you want your pricing to be based on your goals of what you want to be making and the value that you provide. So if you provide a ton of value to your clients, and I know if you're listening to this, you do, because I know you guys, you are definitely not the kind of people who are like just breezing by and not really trying. You're giving your all to your clients. If that doesn't take you 40 hours a week, you shouldn't charge less for that. You know, it's that whole, there is uh, a story and I, it's probably not true, but it, it gets the point across. There's a story that a woman met Pablo Picasso in a cafe and she asked him for a sketch and he quickly sketched something for her and signed it and handed it to her and, um, you know, told her what, what the price would be. And she said, what, how can you ask me to pay that much. They, that only took you just a few minutes. And he said, oh, you're not paying for the few minutes. You're paying for the decades it took me to learn how to do this. Just like if you were locked out of your car 
and I've definitely done this to myself. If you're locked out of your car and you call the locksmith and it takes them like five seconds to get into your car, are you going to get mad at them because (laughs) it wasn't difficult for them? I mean, they're pros. It shouldn't be difficult for them. It's difficult for me because I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just happy I got back into my car so I don't have to stand outside in the cold any longer. So what people are paying for is the value. Being able to get back into their car and not stand out in the cold any longer is what they're paying for. They're not paying for X number of hours, X number of minutes of your work. They're paying for an end result. And when we have this mindset of you have to work hard to make money, you have to work hard to be successful, you will definitely struggle when it comes to raising your prices because it won't be aligned with what you honestly believe the value of what you're providing is and what you can charge. When in fact, you can charge whatever you want. You just need to make the case for the value you you are providing to your ideal client. There are some people that spend tons and tons and tons of money on luxury products in just about any category. And then there are people who wouldn't, they would rather something cheaper and that's fine. But, you know, if you are selling a $10 million house, you kind of can't get surprised when someone whose budget is $200,000 comes and scoffs at the price, because that's not your ideal client at that point. So what I'm saying with pricing is you can literally charge anything you want. I mean, the sky's the limit. You do have to be able to communicate the value and connect those dots between what you have to offer and what your customer wants, which is so incredibly important and very easy to uh, really mix up. But it doesn't have to be tied to your time. You should be compensated for your time. And yes, looking at how much you want to make an hour is helpful in terms of a pricing strategy. It shouldn't be the only thing you base your pricing on because when you're running a business, you're spending a large amount of time running the business, which means those aren't billable hours. So you have to take that in consideration as well. You also have to take into consideration where you want to be. What are your goals for this year, next year, five, 10 years from now? And are you realistically going to get to them by staying in a mindset of, I have to work hard, so I'm not allowed to charge more because it doesn't feel like I'm working hard. Really, if it feels like you're not working hard, that's a good sign because it means that you are taking your business seriously because you have honed your craft and I'm sure you're constantly improving. You've improved all of the systems and processes in your business so that it's nice and streamlined. You're delivering an amazing customer experience. And when things are calm, it can feel like, you know, you're not doing a whole lot. It can feel like it's not hard work, but If you take one thing away from this, let it be this. The goal is not to work hard. The goal is to get results. And results do not necessarily come from hard work. You can very easily spend all of your time doing things that don't help you reach your goals. 
I've done it. I'm sure you've probably done it too. When you find yourself spending time on things and you're like, why, why am I doing this? This has nothing to do with what I should be doing. And then you have those really important things that you need to do in your business. Important because they move your, they move yourself closer to your goal. And sometimes those things are a quick follow-up email. And that's a huge thing that comes as a result of that. So all of the good things that we have access to that we're able to create in our business are not a result of hard work. So stop beating yourself over the head with this mindset. And instead, look for ways to make things easier for yourself. Like I mentioned, it's going to improve your client experience. It's going to improve everything within your business so that you can run a more well-oiled machine instead of like a janky little jalopy garden down the street. Just because it's harder doesn't necessarily mean it's better. I would love to know what you think about this. So shoot me a direct message on Instagram. I'm at Evolve Your Wedding Business, and I can't wait to hear from you. If you enjoyed this episode, I know you are going to love a free training I have for you called How to Squash Overwhelm with a Marketing Plan. If you want to make marketing your wedding business easier, this is the training for you. So you can go ahead and select a date and time that works for you and watch the training over at evolveyourweddingbusiness.com slash webinar. Again, that's evolveyourweddingbusiness.com slash webinar. And you will be able to get started creating the kind of marketing plan that takes your business from where you are now to where you only dreamed you could be.